What's up, guys? What is up? And welcome to another episode of Money Matters. I know I've been gone for about a month. I've just been making a couple moves on my end and uh, didn't have much time to come on here. But a lot has happened in the financial world since then. Right. So. I believe I have spoken about the fact, you know, I, I talk a lot about it and I know I've discussed it here, you know, that the trade war that Trump was having with China was going to have a negative effect. And that's pretty much what is happening. Um, I, th- I don't think I wrote it since then, but... Or spoken about it, but since then, Coca-Cola decided that I believe this month or by the end of the year, they will be raising prices on their products. So if you notice anything like the Coca-Cola soda or anything that uh, falls under the blanket of the Coca-Cola Corporation, then those items are going to raise in price. Why? Again, because of the trade wars we're having with China and other countries. So what's happening is that because we're getting into this trade war, it is now costing these companies more money to import uh, some materials or product, the product themselves or whatever it may be um, that they get from overseas in here, right? So Coca-Cola is going to be raising their prices. Um, General Motors announced that this month they will be raising prices of their uh, Chevy Suburban because it's costing more money to bring in steel from outside the country or other materials from outside the country, which is, you know, understandable because that's what's happening. You know, when you have a trade war and you increase the tariffs on these products coming in, that causes the price for you to be able to sell it to go up to meet certain profit margins, etc. Now, most recently, Harley-Davidson announced that they were going to be moving some of their manufacturing operations to England, to Europe, because that way it would cost them less to, you know, pay for and import the uh, supplies they need to build their bikes. So now you have a lot of bikers that are you know, pro-Trump supporters that are pretty much ditching Harley-Davidson because 
they only supported Harley Davidson predominantly because it was an American made bike. And if they're going to move their production operations to Europe, it's no longer American made. And they feel that it's, a, you know, a push against Trump. You know, at the end of the day, if you don't want the bike, you know, don't get it. But in even more recent news, I shared this last week, a uh, Washington Post article that was discussing how inflation is pretty much wiping away the, let me see how I say it, the wage increase or the pay raise that people are earning. Right, so for example, from July 2017 to July 2018, um, wage increased by 2.7%. So we're like, okay, 2.7%, that's not bad. But the average uh, inflation rate at the time, or for that for that same year span, was 2.9%. What does that mean in layman's terms, or mathematically, let's say? What that means is this. Wages went up. Let's use somebody who earned a, let me see, the average American. I'm going to go low to the average person or low-income household. Let's say you made $30,000 a year, right? So for someone who makes $30,000 a year, Right, their pay raise went up eight hundred and ten thousand dollars. I mean, eight hundred and ten dollars. So, this person earning thirty thousand dollars a year got a pay raise of eight hundred and ten thousand dollars. Now, that means that for that next 365 days or until they get their next pay raise, they're earning $30,810, right? So $30,810 now gets affected by inflation, right? So let's factor in inflation on that pay increase. Inflation was 2.9%. So what that means is that the dollar lost 2.9% of its value. So notice how inflation rate at 2.9% was 0.2% higher than your pay increase. Right? So that person 
in essence lost 0.2% extra. So somebody now earning $30,810 annually. Now let's factor in inflation, right? That's $893.49. But let's eliminate the 49 cents and keep it even numbers here, no, no decimals. So $893. So let's do that math, right? 30810 minus $893 is $29,917. So what that means is this. Though on your paycheck, though on your tax forms, in your bank account, you see a specific number. So let's say in this case, your year end balance or, or pay wage was $30,810. When you went to the store and you purchased items, that $30,810 was only buying you $29,917 worth of stuff. Why? Because since the dollar lost value, prices had to go up, which means it costs more. You have to add more dollars to buy the same thing or more cents. How do we know that? We let, Let's use this as an example. Today you go to the supermarket, you have children, right? Your kids want cereal. So today you go and you buy cereal and... The cereal is uh, $3.49, right? Then a month from now, you go and you buy cereal again, and now you notice that it's the same Captain Crunch cereal that you bought last month for $3.49, which I know it's actually cost like $5.49 right now. But that cereal now costs you, you know, five eighty nine or three eighty nine, right? So this is how inflation affects our money. This is how inflation affects our livelihood. The problem is that we don't see it as what it is. That's why, you know, in my econ, my company, we call it the silent killer. Because no matter how much you look at it on paper, you don't see the effect it's having on your money. You see it if you pay attention when you go to the store. And that is if you notice or realize its connection to um, inflation, which most people don't. They just assume that everybody wants to raise prices and charge more for this or that. In some places it is, depending on the product, yes, you do have supply and demand, 
but inflation is something that happens across the board. Inflation is something that happens in spite of supply and demand. So even if there was a lot of demand, which usually brings prices down or up, the inflation would cause it to go even higher. And the difference is supply and demand can go up or down. Most times inflation and uh, inflation is being used as a term, a blanket term, because it tends to be equated a lot with the standard of living. So, for example, the standard of living in the U.S. doubles every 20 years. So many of you who were born in the 80s at the same, you know, same decade as me may remember seeing people having rents as low as five, six hundred dollars. Today, you can barely rent a room for five or six hundred dollars. You know what I mean? A studio is going as low as fifteen, eighteen hundred dollars per month. So this is a standard of living. And inflation plays a major role in that because inflation goes up and down um, by month, but it has an average effect over the year, right? So in this case, from July 2017 to July 2018, 2.9% was the average of all the different values of fluctuation. But as time goes on, this becomes more permanent. So again, you don't find a house or an apartment where the rent is the same as it was 20 years ago unless you've lived there for 40 years. Like my father has lived in his apartment for, uh, I think, 40 years. He was living there before I was born. And his rent, I believe, is still $166, while other people in his building are paying 1800 or more. This is why it becomes important for us to be financially literate. This is why it becomes important for us to become knowledgeable about finances, about how money works, about ways that we can be ahead of the curve, right? So you've heard me discuss things like investing in the stock market. Right. If you invest in stocks, learn again, learn the proper ways and and techniques to invest in stocks, bonds, mutual funds, things like that, so that you can minimize your risks. There's risks in all investments, but there's also ways to 
cushion the blow, so to speak, and to protect yourself. I know someone who is a multimillionaire, and he, again, he's been with our company for since the beginning, from 14 years now. And because of what he learned, he had his strategies on how to keep his money. So he, his investment portfolio, 25% of his investment uh, portfolio was on safe, secure um, investments. And 75 was on high-risk investments. And so he would keep track of his money, yada, yada. You know, someone else who he invests with was looking at the market and said, you know, things are looking a little iffy. So what did he do? He said, you know what, just in case, he switched the ratio around. He left 25 of his income, 25% of his investment portfolio was high-risk investments, and then 75 was low-risk, secure investments. And when the, the recession and crash of 2008 happened, his money was secure. He was barely affected by... The, you know, the the crash or the recession because he was prepared. You know, he had some knowledge of, of the stocks and investing and a friend of his also. Now, there's also other investments that are secure, so to speak. Oh, what I call bulletproof, damn near bulletproof, and that's real estate. Now, when I say real estate, I'm not talking about uh, what do you call it? Single family homes, duplexes. I'm talking about apartment buildings. Right, so if you can save money, you know, build up one type of investment in order to um how do you say it? Like Grand Cardone, I'm a big fan of Grand Cardone, Uncle G. And Uncle G says that In his book, The Millionaire Booklet, I recommend everybody get it, everybody read it. It's a very great book. It's a small booklet, easy read, and very powerful and informative, right? So in that book, he has a chapter, I believe it's a chapter called, um, "Don't." it's safe to invest. And what he says is don't save money for the sake of saving money. Save money for the sake of investing. Why? The reason for that is this. Exactly what we just discussed earlier about how inflation affects your paycheck. 
and your pay raise where you're actually not getting any money no matter how many raises you get. Excuse me. The same thing happens to your money if you leave it in the bank. So, for example, if you have $10,000 in the bank, let me use that. Let's do the math on that right now. Right? You got $10,000 in the bank. Now, let's say over a two-year period, right, Chase gives you 0.001% interest per year for money saved in the bank. So that's about a dollar a year that you earn in interest from Chase. Now, over two years, you got a whole $2 of interest on your money, right? So now you have, a, uh, let's say, $10,002. So let's use the same inflation rate of 2.9%, right? So $10,002 times 2.9% is $290. So, $10,002 minus $290 is $9,712. So again, you are losing money by saving. <clears throat> now, if you kept it there for 20 years, and we know the standard of living doubles, which means the value of the dollar is cut in half, your $10,000 is only worth 5000 or has the buying power of $5,000. So this is why it's important to learn investments, learn how to invest your money. You invest it in stocks, you invest in real estate, whatever it be, learn how to invest your money so that you can find ways to stay ahead of this curve. So for example, I was discussing real estate. The building I live in has... 35 stories. There's three buildings in this complex, two of which have 35 stories. And if you've listened to my episodes a few episodes ago, I've discussed this. Right? So my building has 272 apartments. So the two tall buildings combined have, uh, I think it's 544 apartments. So why am I saying real estate becomes a secure investment? This is why. When you own a an apartment building with more than, say, 16 apartments, right? 
Now, let's say there's a real a crash in the real estate market. That affects the value of your home. That affects the value of your property. That affects whether you will be able to sell your home or not. Now, here's the, the plus side. Whether your property value goes up or down, that doesn't affect the rent of your apartment. So if the real estate market crashes, that doesn't mean your rent goes down. If the real estate market crashes, that doesn't mean that new people moving in will pay a lower rent. What that means is that you continue to generate the same amount of income. So for example, the owner of, of our building complex, whether the real estate market goes up or down, he will continue to make $1.6 million every month or $19 million a year, you know, minus expenses, uh, operating costs, and things like that. But he will make this money whether the property value goes up or down. So if he holds on to this, he will always be making money as long as there's people in the apartments. And if he... It allows him to hold the property until the market goes back up and his value, the value of his property goes up where he can then choose to sell if he wants and make a profit. But again, it's better to buy, you know, a an apartment building with multiple apartments in it that will continue on a monthly basis to put money in your pocket than to buy a one-family home and try to rent that out or sell it or anything like that. Because if that family ends up not being able to afford their rent and they have to move out, you're going to have trouble finding people to go into this one family home. And then you're going to have a hard time selling it. So that's why we teach everyone the importance of financial literacy. And I stress that all the time. It's important for us to begin to learn about money. It's important for us to begin to learn about how money works, how to make money work for us. Because what happens is this, prices are going to go up and what's going to happen? Because everybody thinks that linear income is the way to go, you're going to end up giving up more of your time to make more money. 
but your money is still affected by inflation. So say, for example, I used this example yesterday, Amazon, I believe the, um, the percentage of return on Amazon is like 59%. So at 59%, an investment in Amazon, when you get your returns and you factor in inflation, you are still ahead of the game by 57%. So you're making money faster than inflation is affecting it. So we haven't had any 60% inflation rate, right? So this is the, the power of learning how to invest. Now you're putting your money in things that are ahead of the inflation curve. You're putting your money on things that will not be affected by certain things, certain factors that will affect those of you that are working a nine-to-five job. This is why it becomes important to learn tax laws, to learn how to keep more of your money the same way the wealthy do, and use that money to build those investments at a faster pace, to eliminate debt at a faster pace, to build your retirement fund if you choose to do so at a faster pace. Because this way, you can begin to create a situation or an atmosphere where you no longer have to trade time for money. You put in money that will generate more money to you. It's like they say, money likes friends. And if you don't let it go out to find friends. It's not going to bring back any friends. Keeping money in the bank, you're just losing. Keeping money in the shoebox under your bed is losing. And you all know when we were kids, prices were stuff that we look at it now and it's like, what the hell? When I was a kid, it didn't cost this much. You hear your parents talk about, I used to buy a bag of chips for a nickel. And I'm like, I used to get it for 25 cents. And what I'm getting for, I got for 25 cents. You guys now are paying damn near a dollar. If No, I think even a dollar already. And we used to get it for 25 cents in the late 80s, early 90s. This is what we need to pay attention to. Like, this is how important you know, it is to become educated into how money works. Because if we don't, we're just fall victims. And we keep thinking that these, phys that not, well, these physical numbers that we see is the truth. But we don't see the gears working behind that says, nah, that's not true. I used $30,000 today, but the example I originally used in... Uh, on my page on Facebook, I used 50000 And $50,000, someone earning 
$50,000 a year, their pay increase at 2.7% is uh, $1,350. So that person earns now $51,350, but 2.9% inflation on that is $1,489. And that person earning $50,000 a year, their money, again, though they see $51,000 on their paperwork, on their paychecks, the stores are acknowledging $49,860. So the buying power of your money, though it says $51,350, it's not. It's $49,860. And that is why, again, it becomes important for us to know and pay attention to the flow of money, how money works. I don't really read the newspapers. I don't really watch the news, but I get um, alerts from Google about certain uh, sectors, certain fields. So I I receive notifications, (coughs) excuse me, articles about finances. I receive articles about taxes. I receive articles about business, about Amazon about uh, black and Hispanic-owned businesses. So I can get, I can bypass all the BS and go straight to what's important and what matters. And again, our, uh, company, I put the link, I put my website in the description. This is what we teach. We teach you how to be ahead of the game. We teach you how to get. We are the college of finances. And you're not spending $20,000 a year to get this information that the schools are not giving you. Because all college is doing is preparing you to be an employee. All the schools are doing is teaching you how to be an employee. They're not teaching you how to be an entrepreneur. They're not teaching you how to go into business for yourself, how to file your own taxes. What are tax laws? How do you benefit from tax laws? Why is it that wealthy people can buy a house or a car in the name of their company and write off all the expenses on it? They don't tell you any of that. We teach you how to do those same things. Benefit from tax laws. Benefit from owning a home-based business where you can now write off some of most of the bills that you're already paying and you're going to pay every month, year in and year out. We teach you how to write those off because most of those can translate into business expenses. So hit up my website. There's a video on there. Watch it from beginning to end. You know, we have a very powerful system. We have very powerful, you know, uh, strategies and uh, information that is needed by us, all people. Because, yes, (coughs) excuse me, black and Latino people are you know, affected most by money, but um, 
they were not the only ones. So, you know, visit the site, watch the video, jump on board. You know, we have people that they're good at marketing and have had other businesses and were able to in, in what? One guy, one of my business partners made $32,000 in about a 30-day period. Others made 15, 10, 8, 25. The possibilities are endless as long as you have the right vehicle and the right information. What happens is up to you. Grant Cardone, again, says that things don't happen to you. They happen because of you. So why are you struggling? Because you chose to make bad decisions. Why are you struggling? Because people offer you help or information and you don't um, you don't take it. It's better, to, you know, here's a good example. It's easier for somebody to say, yo, I got this blunt. Want to try it? Yeah. Oh, man, this, this was good. Oh, this some good weed, this some good whatever. But if somebody says, hey, this is a vehicle or, or a system that can help you make money if you put the work in, automatically we're like, nah, that's cool. You have to change your mind. We turn down the things that may help us because we think, oh, and this is not to be offensive, but, you know, it is what it is. We look for that quick hit. Oh, I'm going to write that song that's going to be jamming. Everybody's going to be playing that song. Because everybody now thinks they're a rapper. Everybody think, you know, uh, what? In the 90s, early 2000s, everybody thought they was going to make it in basketball. Everybody thought they going to make it as an actor. Because we think we're going to get that quick hit. Look at all these people that go in and spend hundreds of dollars. I seen this guy the other day, yo, spend $133 on lottery and numbers. Now, if I was to tell him, hey, I've got a business opportunity that can help you put money in your pocket, guaranteed, without you having to spend $133. Maybe a week on numbers to hope you hit a number and make some money. They'll call that a scam. But open your mind state. Open your vision to possibilities. Grant Cardone in the Millionaire Booklet says that the reason many people are not successful is because they don't consider success an option. Not an option. A possibility. They don't think it's possible to be successful. They think it's you gotta be lucky. 
you have to be uh, born from the right family or you have to know. You don't have to be any of that. You just need to know. You need to get the right information and be willing to put in the work. If you're not willing to put in the work with the information you get, then we can't complain and blame other people for why we're struggling. Right? We can't complain about why things happen to us. So that's my informative slash rant filled episode. You know, as more information comes up or more topics I plan, I want to do this on a daily basis, but I got to get things in order of what I want to discuss with you guys. If you guys have any ideas, money related, you would like for me to talk about, you know, shoot a message my way and let me know. I'm open, but my goal is to help people make money. Not only make money, but create a situation where they're no longer struggling. Create a situation where you have something you can pass on to your children. You can't pass on to your children 30 years of work experience. You can't pass on to your children your job. You can't pass on to your children, you know, uh, what you built for somebody else. You have to build for yourself and use that to pass on. I can pass on to my children a million-dollar investment portfolio that will continue to give them $100,000 a year. I can pass on to my children any real estate property that I own that they can live off the income, I can pass on to my children the financial literacy that I have gained over the years to help them be ahead of the game. You can't pass on a job. You can't pass on somebody else's business. So until the next episode, I'll see you guys later. Peace.